0: Very often, the drummer's the breadhead of the band. Guitarists are so busy with their guitar, they're generally useless. Singers just are too busy looking in the mirror. Uh, as for being the joker, very often, the drummers are the ones who got ants in their pants, so they take it out on the band in the tour bus.
1: They seem to be the myths that people like to hold on to. Generally, my experience, they're the ones who are the fittest and actually, kind of in a lot of respects, the most together.
2: Good qualities. I mean, I'm self-taught, so I never had a lesson in my life. I always did sessions, so I kind of taught myself my own technique
3: of remembering certain things. You have to
2: discover your own style and yourself
3: first. Physical and mental capability. You have to be able to align the, the two. Drumming is a challenge. There's never that moment when you say,
4: "God, I'm a bit tired." You know, things like calluses on your hands. You have to be very. You have to work through the blood and the pain and the broken blisters. There's no alternative but just to keep going. You know, and it also depends what kind of music you play. The modern
5: drummer is a misunderstood figure and often the subject of mean-spirited jibes from others in the music fraternity. When John Lennon was asked, is Ringo the best drummer in the world? He is said to have replied, he wasn't even the best drummer in the Beatles. Lennon's natural put down is typical of the way drummers are belittled within music circles. In this program, I plan to explore life at the back, with the help of a cross-section of the world's finest drummers, discovering how they've gained such an unfortunate reputation and how they deal with it. I'm Phil Jupitus and I've had the pleasure of singing with some of Britain's finest bands and artists. But I want a better understanding of the drummer's
4: skills, image and their language. Do you play da or do you play da 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 da
0: It's not an easy flow to go da 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 then da 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 da.
6: You know, any kind of softness, you feel as though you just have this gut instinct
4: to see what it it sounds like. But most drummers won't do that.
5: We'll find out what makes the drummer tick, how they see themselves, and hear a fair share of the inevitable drummer jokes. What do you call a drummer with
0: half a brain? Gifted.
5: I like drummer jokes.
0: Drummer with the police and film composer Stuart Copeland. Drummers need to be collaborators. It has been my great joy to accompany great singers and bass players and guitarists. I'm happy as a member of a team, and I sink or swim, I I thrive or not, with my team. And I think that mindset is
1: critical for a drummer. Yes, I think ultimately everybody has to be a team player, or a band's not going to survive. Drummer with Radiohead, Phil Selway. What is the difference between a drummer and a savings bond? One will mature and make money. A drummer is there providing the skeleton of the song in a lot of respects. You know, your part has to pick up and all those different dynamics in the song. Generally, your part goes down first. So, I mean, that has to reflect everything that's going on in the song. But You do need that kind of underlying stamina for it. I'm here to tell you drums is physically ten times
0: more work than guitar playing. Singing is quite hard work too. I think that singers come off stage as exhausted as drummers do. Sting and I come off stage both soaking wet. The minute we're out of the lights, we get carried off on a stretcher. We put every calorie of energy we do into the show. And with a singer, it burns energy in a different kind of way. But drummer, it's all physical.
4: I push myself to my limits, but everything gets harder when you get older singer, songwriter, and drummer with Genesis, Phil Collins. How do you get a drummer off your porch playing for the pizza? (laughs) I find I get fitter on the road. There's not really much preparation. I'm being required to play things that I haven't played for 25 years. And I don't play the same now as I did when I played those songs. Some of the older material was quite demanding. I never really think about it. It's such an instinctive thing.
0: Drummer also has to be fit but it will soon make you fit if you're not fit. Uh, It's a good way to get fit. I think the physicality of drums and the fitness of drummers has given them a physical confidence in terms of mano a mano confrontation. The drummer knows he can take any other member of the band. And in my band, there's only two other guys, but they're just physically stronger. Drummers, in fact, really are elemental to our primate sensibilities in the job that we do. If you look at the nature movies, you'll see the correlation between noise and male dominance amongst primates. You know, you see the big hairy silverback banging the trees and he's the big bad guy, and he makes the most noise, and that's what we humans do as well. So drummers are absolutely the alpha males of our species. Basically, you know, poets, dentists, lawyers, politicians, these are all extrapolations of power. Maybe more meaningful in the world that we live in, but the elemental alpha male making noise by pounding is a drummer, and everything else derives from that.
5: So, Mr. Copeland advocates that you have to be fit, tough and a silverback gorilla to be a successful and effective drummer. This alpha male perspective would seem to exclude women from the art of drumming.
6: I'm Evelyn Glennie and I'm a percussionist. What do you call a drummer that breaks up with his girlfriend? Homeless.
5: (laughs) Dame Evelyn Glennie is one of the world's finest classical performers and has been bashing things for a living for 25 years. Obviously, drumming poses no problem for her.
6: I don't think the actual physicality puts women off. I don't think really anything puts women off. It might be the establishment itself that that may prevent seeing women as being able to produce this kind of high-energy depth of sound, as it were. I think women are in a slight dilemma because, yes, it is difficult to know, well, what do you wear? You you know, when you can't just strip your blouse off as well, maybe you could, but, you know, I find in my own situation that if I'm playing a concert that uses all different types of instruments, then, you know, some of those instruments I'd really like to wear a dress, but I know that Heavens, you know, to then spread my legs, you know, when I sit down at a a, a drum kit. It's not going to be the most ladylike sort of position.
1: Drumming has been seen as very much a male preserve. But I think, you know, those barriers seem to be broken down anyway. You know, you look at people like Sheila Ree, you look at Evelyn Glennie. You know, fantastic, energetic drummers, very, very inspiring. You know, it's it's a very level playing ground between men and women in drumming and should be.
0: There are some excellent female drummers. Obviously, music is by gender And I think that this male dominance thing, you know, the bombast. I think when women want to communicate and use music and when they have music in their heart, it's of a bonding kind. It's not of a confrontational kind. There are differences between boys and girls. And I think that drums are a part of the weaponry of a young pubescent human. And that it is about borrowed adult masculinity. It certainly was for me. I did work myself up into a state of physical excellence before the police tour, but you're still blown away by the first show. It was such a shock to the system because I can't move. First week or so every show is a mountain to climb. It's really when you're playing in front of the audience that the fitness starts to really arrive. I was an undernourished little late developer with no hair on my chest As soon as I hit those drums, I had hair on my chest. It turned my voice into a manly roar. Women don't yearn for that power in that way. And male power that we yearn for is the bombastic kind, the kind that's in your face, the, the, the dominance display.
3: I don't know if that's necessarily true. Drummer with the rock group Blondie, Clem Burke. Let's face it, it's a very primal instrument particularly rock drumming. I mean, if jazz drumming, for instance, is a much more genteel, dynamic form of drumming which uh, incorporates a lot of a subtlety in it, as far as the, the uh, dynamic uh, of drumming. And there's a lot of dynamics involved in drumming all in all. It's not just really bashing things.
5: Clem Burke has been exploring drumming scientifically, working alongside field leader in exercise physiology at Chichester University, Dr Marcus Smith.
7: I've been fortunate enough to travel the world with Olympic boxers, go to Olympic games, and see how many times you try and peak an individual for a particular sport. Whereas if you look at the demands of a rock band, then it was very much show after show after show. There's an expectancy. So I think for me, the challenge of expectancy is fascinating as a scientist.
5: The amiable doctor's fascinating research with the Klemberg drum project concluded that the drummer's physical endurance during a performance is the same as a Premiership footballer on a Saturday afternoon. As you'd expect, this interesting comparison scored some press coverage as well as catching the eye of Phil Selway. I did actually have that particular article up on my fridge
1: for a long time showing everybody that actually I was, at heart, a Premiership
7: athlete. We've never directly made the comparison other than we've said that the duration of the efforts last a similar amount of time, 90 minutes, it's an intermittent activity, you get heart rates near maximum as you do in both sorts of activity, but one is primarily sitting down where the other is physically active. So for example, Blondie I don't think are going to sack Clem and get Wayne Rooney into play because as much as it would be an attraction when the songs began to play, he wouldn't know what to do.
3: There is definitely that analogy between sport and drumming, the physical aspect of it. The biggest hazard is is stopping. With performance, it's something that has to be ongoing. And what I do do is I train in the times when I'm not performing. You know, I I run, I, I do weight training, I do aerobics, because I realize I wanted to do this for the long haul.
7: What we're trying to say is fit for purpose have to understand the environment in which the musician is having to perform. You know, it's a skill-based activity.
3: It's a given, physical and mental. You know, if you're on the inside of it, you already know those things. And most drummers that I know, they're well aware of the fitness and things like that.
5: So, drummers are the athletes of the music world, unlikely paragons of energy and fitness. But, before you trade in your trainers for a gleaming new drum kit, please make a note of the other qualities required.
6: We're ready to really roll our sleeves up because of the nature of the equipment. So um, we really are kind of handy men, as it were, or women, and uh, the toolbox is always pretty close by, you know.
0: Drummers need to be collaborators, and you can achieve great musical fulfillment on this accompanying instrument. It has been my great joy to accompany great singers and bass players and guitarists, but it's not a starring role. And I think that mindset is critical for a drummer.
6: You really have to be a very good listener, really connect with the the other musicians in a very physical way, using all your other senses to connect with them.
4: I think there's intuition in being a good drummer, feeling it, and uh, people management, (laughs) I think, is good. Confidence. I mean, I remember Peter saying that when I went to Genesis, the audition, Peter Gabriel, he knew as soon as I sat down that I was the one. And sometimes that is it's just that confidence in knowing this is what i'm supposed to do so i think confidence without arrogance and uh, if, a, if a lousy band has a great drummer at least it's going to sound better certainly a band is as good as its drummer Idea why I played that that time, you know, da 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 da, and that particular take I played that fill, and I probably didn't play that fill before, and I probably wouldn't have played it again afterwards. So it's just luck, really, and it's one of those things that's captured people's imaginations. I think it's, it's going to be on my headstone. You know. He came, he went, but in the middle there was da 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 da.
5: Phil Collins' solo hit In The Air Tonight recently featured in a high-profile TV commercial for
4: Chocolate. I thought it was fantastic. It became a very popular advert. I didn't know what they were going to do, but the gorilla's face, you know, with the kind of the eyes and the the flaring nostrils. And he plays, I mean, the gorilla. And he wasn't a drummer, apparently. I think he had to learn how to do it. He moves as a drummer would.
5: So, a man dressed as a gorilla with next to no drumming skills can get the image or style of a drummer just right. It would appear that the man behind the kit, like a city banker, is grappling with an image problem. It is possible the drummers of the past, like Keith Moon of The Who or John Bonham of Led Zeppelin, both tragic figures who died young, I've gone some way in creating the image of the drummer as a hard drinking hellraiser without an intelligent thought in his head.
0: Now, you've asked this question about drummers being seen as bozos, but I haven't personally experienced that. I've enjoyed the drummer jokes, but I enjoy even more the guitarist jokes. You know, what do you throw a drowning guitarist? His amp. I love all that. You know, the drummer locked his keys in the car, took him two hours to get the bass player out. But, you know, I guess the way it works is like this. The girls all want the singer, but he's too shy and too weird a personality that they can't deal with it. The guitarist is, like, just all over the place and can't get focused and everything.
1: Drummer has more children. I think any... I'm not talking about the band I'm in here. Phil
5: Selway of Radiohead
1: again. You look around, and so many bands, as I was saying earlier, it's a very male-dominated, misogynistic kind of atmosphere. (laughs) Once you've got that, you're naturally going to have a hierarchy, aren't you? And somebody's got to come at the bottom of the hierarchy. And it's generally accepted that that's the drummer. Very often, the drummer is the breadhead of the band. The guy who talks to the manager,
0: to the record company, is the liaison between the band and the world. Uh, As for being the joker,
1: uh, very often... Joker and Radiohead, it's, it generally doesn't go together, does it? Probably not, no. I think there's sometimes a pressure on drummers to live up to a certain image of what you do, but I fall way short of the mark in that respect.
4: They seem to always have been the jokers in the pack. You know, I think they, they normally do become the diffusers of tension, and whether that is... Beca- I mean, I, I certainly became that. Generally speaking, when you think of drummers, you think of them as the balding, fat chaps at the back that uh, have always got the best jokes. Everyone's
2: got their own individual personality. There are some that become jokers in the band.
5: Drummer with the small faces, then the faces, and ultimately Keith Moon's replacement in The Who, Kenny Jones.
2: I never ever thought I would be in The Who. you You know, Even when I was in The Faces, I did lots of stuff with Pete and I played on Tommy bits of quadrophenia and stuff like that, so the small faces in The Who was like being in one band, so I felt really comfortable. (music) Keith Moon set the pace and the nutters in the band, you know, but i have my moments of madness i consider myself ordinary really in fact a lot nicer than certain lead guitarists and singers
0: (laughs) well keith moon and john bonham passing early is an anomaly rather than a trend and i think those were both hard drinking party animals they probably drank harder because they were physically stronger i guess if you're partying that hard as well as making demands on your body like a drummer
2: does Something's got to give. They were young enough to take things one step too far. Had they got a little bit older, they wouldn't be doing what they did. There's no way.
6: The image of, of rock drummers is such where you get sucked into a certain type of lifestyle. The rock drummer isn't just the rock musician when they're sitting behind their instruments. That
3: lifestyle carries on, you know. The stereotypical drummer would be, you know, the, the Keith Moon or the, the John Bonham both amazing drummers but as much as they showed me what to do they showed me what not to do as far as the pitfalls of addiction and things like that
1: yeah it's interesting i think yes i mean looking at it is from that period really it was from keith moon because if you look before then actually drummers are people like buddy rich people like art blakey and they were band leaders they were looked up to as these great musicians who could could pull in all these resources of other people
4: I think that jazz has had a lot to do with it. There was a period that's now hopefully gone where everybody felt they had to sort of become an addict to play like Charlie Parker or something, or John Coltrane, you know. And if you've got to be playing, you can't do it. It's impossible. We all
6: have this image of Buddy Rich, for example, or Louis Belson or Gene Krupa. They were good-looking guys, you know. The drums were just so much part of them you know there's no kind of um, you couldn't imagine them with any other instrument and i think nowadays you know everything is sort of much more dissected and and it's just simply a different era that we're in
5: the times have changed many drummers today seem happy to keep fit as well as keeping time charlie watts collects antiques kenny jones runs a polo club and blurs drummer david roundtree wants to be a member of parliament Their days of bad behaviour in all areas seem to have gone. Just like the hallowed drum solo. In Rod Stewart and the Faces set, Kenny Jones' high point was his solo in the song, I Know I'm Losing You.
2: It wasn't my idea to do a drum solo. We used to do it on stage, you know, and it wasn't ever a drum solo in the early days. It was just like a drum break, you know, for Rod to chant over. This drum break got longer and longer as the faces got more and more amused and it's turned into a blinking drum solo and and all the time this drum break got extended by because they wouldn't come back on stage and have a longer drink and then one day they left me there and went up the pub. So, yeah, it turned into a drum solo. It wasn't intentional. We are, funny enough, the the faces were going to go out again after a long time and losing you, I knew it would come round. And when we started to rehearse, I said, "Look, let's keep the drum really short for the moment (laughs) because my drumming has changed somewhat over
5: the years. Ah, as the years slip by, the modern drummer has to grapple with a new challenge to his energetic profession, ageing. Something that doesn't seem to bother Blondie's Clem Burke.
3: I had a friend called Earl Palmer, recently died a couple years ago, and a fantastic drummer, played on all the Little Richard stuff at Domino, he played on Eddie Cochran, Come On Everybody. He played well into his 70s. You know, I mean, the analogy's been made between jazz musicians, as they've aged, they continue to perform, and, you know, we're all middle-aged in Blondie, uh, you know, the Stones, and it's it's kind of a new phenomenon, you know, and I would like to think the more experience you have, the better you are at something, and that comes with age. Drummers live longer,
0: and I think that exercise that you get in your 20s and 30s teaches your body to be fit. And I find that I can run circles around my 20-something-year-old kids. I'm uh, late 50s. Uh, I think the body learns how to use its resources. It depends on what kind of drummer you are, whether you can carry on doing it into your 80s and 90s. I'll have a tough time, because like an idiot, I established myself as the King Kong
1: of drums. I can see it from Stuart Copelands from watching his playing, that he would feel like that, because he's all over the place, really. I mean, it's in a very focused way, but it's a very physical thing, watching him. I suppose I'm, I'm rather more um, conservative in my movement around a kit, but I've actually found my stamina in drumming has increased as I've got older.
6: That's a really interesting point, because your body does change. Um, but you're not looking at, at pounding something even harder or making it look more spectacular. You're really wanting to feel the emotion as well. And so, therefore, the exploration doesn't become so mature, or physical anymore, but really delving into the subtleties of the emotion of kit playing.
2: 50 was pretty good. I thought, yeah, this is great. I still feel fantastic. And then, as I approached 60, I felt pretty good still, but when you just get over 60s, it's, it's slightly different. You know, 65 to 70, I don't know what's going to happen. And all I know is I just want to play drums forever. To be honest, I think that I would not be in this good a shape at my
5: age if I hadn't played drums. But despite the passing of the years, most drummers, young or old, have a secret weapon in their arsenal. Like a Zen master, they draw their energy not only from within, but from you and me. When
0: you have 80,000 people in front of you, that's when you really pull out all the stops. And it's not even voluntary. There's an extra energy that comes from the kinetic ritual of a big social event. If we wanted to get all spiritual, we could say that the crowd gives us the energy. And in a way, they do. When you've got 80,000 people projecting on you, watching you, feeding, because it's a two-way street. The energy comes from the band, and the energy comes from the audience to the band. And When you're at the focal point of all that energy, uh, we could get all metaphysical here about it as if it were a divine light coming from all those eyes.
6: Possibly for rock drummers, you know, there is this massive responsibility to keep that energy of the audience there. So they are very much part of that performance.
7: There isn't a manual for drummers to go to. Dr Marcus Smith again. There isn't, this is how you survive a tour. What the Clembert Drumming Project, where we are within our development of understanding the physiology of performance, we should be more developed in terms of enhancing the experience for primarily the drummer and as a consequence of that for the audience that they play to.
0: When you're playing a show, you know it's important, your body knows that it's important, you've got to do it. And I think there's somewhere in the brain where you have some way that your body decides to change the formula for how it
5: burns calories. So Stuart Copeland believes it's the brain that plays a significant role in a more intense level of performance. But never fear, white-coated Dr Marcus Smith is close by with clipboard and pen at the ready.
7: We're not sat next to Clem on stage, not only is he playing the song, but he's also troubleshooting when things are going wrong on stage. So the ability of the brain to not only perform the basic tasks, but be able to troubleshoot, We're hopefully, we'll hopefully put a drummer through an MRI scanner, highlight how the brain is actually able to produce and stimulate the fantastic performances that we see. We've got collaboration links through Professor Steve Williams at the Department for Neuroimaging at King's. Then I think what the brain scanning will do will demonstrate that drumming is one of the most powerful stimulants to developing human performance.
5: More information will no doubt be forthcoming. But for now, I hope you'll agree that the last half hour has flown by and we've revealed that there's more to life at the back than just keeping time and hitting things. The modern drummer has to be fit like a premiership footballer. They need to train and keep going by drawing on the energy of an audience to cut through the blisters and the blood. They have to grapple with the changing image and the pitfalls of ageing. It's desirable to have a good sense of humour and, for some, to be the joker in the pack. So, it would appear, drummers are, like ourselves, sensitive individuals who are just doing the best they can. Often the victims of ridicule in a harsh musical world but it seems that they've developed the necessary skills to rise above the mockery, to find their own distinctive path, lifestyle and self-respect.
3: What drummers do is different. You know, we deal with a different form of music. To just think that drummers sit in the back and hit things is is a misnomer. And the more musically educated you are, it's only to your benefit. You look at somebody like a Phil Collins, obviously branched out from just being the drummer.
4: No, no, I'm a singer too, you know. (laughs) I feel I can actually make jokes about drummers because I'm a singer. Yes, it's supposed to be unmusical. It's something we're stuck with, and I think probably it is, it's the animal behavior that causes people to think that there's no intelligence behind it, (laughs) which of course they're perfectly correct in thinking. Drummers are just bullied, aren't they?
1: Honestly, you could file a few writs. I'm sure. I mean, I think actually it's probably more akin to something like dancing. At the core of it, there is rhythm. There's that kind of balance between all the limbs and the fact that you do actually need a fair bit of stamina. So finding the music within that all, I think that's the trick, really.
6: There are so many drummers, you know, a lot of the traditional Japanese drummers, Venezuelan drummers, Latin American drummers. It's just unbelievable that we are drenched in so much Talent, and there's so much to explore, there is so much to be inspired by.
2: I'm not jealous of any drummer. I'm kind of trying to emulate certain things, but just sort of saying, well, I'm going to use that flavour and do it my way. And I think that's what makes a unique drummer. Thank God for people like Charlie Watts. Why Charlie plays so great is because he, he swings. So what he does is he put a swing into a four, and that's what makes a great rock and roll drummer.
5: And we'll leave the final words to Stuart
0: Copeland. What does the drummer use for contraception, his personality, drummer's last words before he got fired from the band? Hey guys, I got a song. How can you tell a drummer is walking behind you? You can hear his knuckles dragging on the ground. Why did the drummer stare at the frozen juice can? Because it said concentrate. What did the drummer get
5: on his IQ test? Drool. I like drummer jokes. Beat It! The World of the Modern Drummer was written and produced by John Sugar and presented by me, Phil Jupitus. The programme was a Sugar production for BBC Radio 4.